0: Hello, and welcome back to the Go Coaching Podcast, episode number four today, talking about training intensity and how you should approach it when new to the gym environment. So obviously, when we're new to the gym environment, we're new to the stimulus and the the fatigue that builds up from the stimulus. It is a novel stimulus. So going into the gym and going to all-out mechanical failure, so mechanical failure being the point where another rep with perfect form isn't possible, isn't an advantageous thing to do. So you are just going to build up a huge amount of fatigue and it isn't necessary because that stimulus is novel. You don't need to be going to that length of intensity. However, that doesn't mean that you don't train to a hard intensity, to a high intensity, to an RPE close to 10 because to gauge RPE, so your rate of perceived exertion, you have to have something to gauge it off. So there's no point programming in an RPE of, say, 7 or 8 without knowing what an RPE of 10 feels like because you don't have a basis to base that RPE rating off. So you need to know what what the upper end of the scale feels like and what the lower end of the scale feels like, and then from that you can gauge in between. So, initially, you have to learn what an RPE of 10 feels like, RPE of 10 being the all-out mechanical failure, and it doesn't mean that you will train like that forever, but it does give you a basis as to what you need to go to, what, it, what each rep, what each set should feel like at the end of that working set, and then it gives you a basis to gauge from, Myself personally, I train to mechanical failure and for a large chunk of my clients, they'll train to mechanical failure, but also for, for a large number of my other clients as well, they won't train to mechanical failure because they are somewhat newer to the gym environment and the stimulus is novel. It isn't advantageous for them to go straight into the gym and train to all that mechanical failure because they haven't ingrained the movement patterns necessary. They haven't learned what it feels like to fully contract muscles and they don't have the ability for that to transfer to a greater level to a greater intensity and therefore uh, being able to keep form, keep execution locked in whilst intensity increases and obviously with a higher intensity there's more fatigue. So being able to keep form locked in is hugely paramount. It's paramount importance that you don't just let your form slip. So it's important to realise that form should be standardised and just because your intensity is higher, it doesn't mean you let form slip. So, what should you do when you're new to the gym environment? So you need to know what um, RPE ten mechanical failure feels like, and then you should, in my opinion, work at slightly lower RPE. So, so if we're looking from an overload perspective, we want to be sitting somewhere between, um, at a minimum, ideally leaving around four reps in reserve. That's sort of the limit between. We want to be leaving between four reps in reserve and then obviously zero reps in reserve. But initially, due to being new to the gym environment, due to everything like that, we want to initially learn form, execution. We want to standardize that down. And then from that, we want to do a couple sets to gauge what mechanical failure feels like. And then from that, we can drop down to a slightly lower RPE. So this will just allow us, because we haven't got the movement patterns fully ingrained, because that takes time, that takes experience, we haven't got those fully ingrained. So therefore, working at a lower R P allows us to have less potential for form to slip, and then consequently allowing us to keep execution more dialed in. And because the, uh, the stimulus is novel, you are still going to, going to get DOMS, from training at that lower RPE, you're still going to make progress. And it potentially, over time, obviously, if we're comparing... Working at a higher intensity, volume has to workload has to be lower. If we're training at a lower intensity, volume workload has to be higher. But initially, you can get away with a low, low volume um, and a slightly lower intensity. Then, over time, as your body adapts to the stimulus, it becomes less novel. You get more used to it, you get more used to training, more used to being in the gym environment. You can then slowly taper up your intensity. But it is important to note that as intensity comes up in most cases, you need to slowly bring back volume because you can't have the two. You can't have a hugely high volume training protocol with a hugely high intensity training, training protocol because most likely from that, in most scenarios, you're just going to generate a huge amount of fatigue and dig yourself into the ground. Whereas you to have a, a very low intensity and a very low volume and workload You're just not going to get much out of it. So it does sort of leave itself to sort of learning your own body. So you want to start off on the lower end of things with a a lower volume and a lower intensity to start with, allowing yourself to spend time learning execution to get the basics nailed down to get your foundations in place. And then over time, slowly increasing your intensity, slowly increasing your volume where necessary. But it is important to constantly keep, re- keep reassessing because there's no point just increasing things, increasing variables without realising what role they have, what outcome you're looking for them to elicit and what you have to be aware of in terms of the fatigue that they cause. Because it is important to realise that there is going to be a large amount of fatigue that builds up because training to produce an adaptation requires an intensity that is going to create fatigue because that's you're you're supplying the stimulus and you're giving your your body a reason to adapt to that stimulus so that next time round it's more in it's more in it is in more there we go it is in more of an advantageous position to work at that intensity so To clarify, starting out at that lower intensity and then slowly working up because it is of paramount importance that execution is dialed in because no matter what, no matter how good your training protocol is, no matter how good your nutrition protocol, your recovery protocol, if you don't have the ability to fully contract muscles, then you're moving in the wrong direction because if you're programming in a chest movement and you can't fully contract your chest, you don't know what it feels like to contract your chest, then it's not really going to be an effective chest movement. That sort of touches on a whole new another topic of exercise execution and the ability for you to pick exercises that suit yourself and not being glued to exercises just because your mate down at the gym does that exercise and it works well for him. Just because it works well for someone else It doesn't mean it will work well for you because we all have different mechanics. We all have different lever lengths um, and we all have different abilities to fit into exercises. And that's why it's also hugely important to to not be um, set in stone when using machines. So, machines obviously are built for the average person, they can't be built for every single person. Yes, you can move the sort of levers around to fit the mechanics, fit your mechanics to that machine as much as possible. But if it means sort of adding in, say, a step to a machine just so you have more stability, adding in D-handles to a machine so you have more wrist flexibility and adding in little variations like that, if it works better for you, then by all means do it because you don't want to be glued to something that doesn't work effectively for yourself because at the end of the day, you need to do what works best for you. And that's why it's hugely important to track your data and track what works And for example, in the early stages, experiment. And then if you realise that you alter a variable whilst all your other variables are controlled, if that one variable being altered causes a a positive outcome, then you know that that's a hugely important thing that you want to keep changed. If it causes a negative outcome, then that's something you want to change back and then just keep reassessing moving forwards from there. Machines, hugely, hugely effective, but you need to... As with any other movement, free weight movement as well, movements you want to be able to load the desired muscles. So you need to be aware that you, you, you must alter movements so that they fit you and your mechanics. It's no good just being stuck on a machine because it's an effective chest movement, for example, if it isn't an effective chest movement for yourself. I hope that was a good episode guys. I hope you enjoyed it. It's just a quick little snippet talking over some pointers, talking over intensity and touching on exercise execution and fitting exercises for yourself. By all means, please do leave some feedback. I'd love to hear your feedback. Love to use the feedback to alter episodes coming in for for the future um, and to make sure that everything's targeted for the content that you guys want to see. Thanks a lot guys. See you in the next episode.